Okay, so let's bez Hashem. For Zasugya, Zasugya definitely have been siyate deshmai. Yeah. So the first shaila that we have to down over here is what what bracha do you make on a good old fashioned American bagel? Now I tell you, you have to know everybody say <clears throat> you have to say American bagel because in Artsenwa Kedusha. If you go into a store and you want, you ask for a bagel, you're going to get a very big shock. They're going to give you a pretzel. And that is a very important thing. It's not just a, 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 a side knowledge. In Eretz Yisrael, bageloch are pretzels. And it's a big nafkamina because you could have been reading tshuvas without realizing it. And the Paiskim were talking about pretzels and not talking about bagels. And that's just a good example of what is going on here in the Mishtabura that there are so many different names for all the, what's a waffle tech? It sounds like some type of a waffle. And what's all these trukkanen and treatises and all these zachin? And you have to realize <clears throat> that <clears throat> it's not clear what are a lot of these things. And it's also not going to be clear when the Artisrael Dikapayskin were talking, what they were referring to. So I will go Bez Hashem and I'll try to explain everything that we're talking about. Maybe the rabbits and bake some of the things we're talking about. We'll see as we go along, Bez Hashem. Mm. But we're going to talk first and foremost. My my American citizenship is of me to discuss an American bagel. What everybody here knows, what's an American bagel, and not pretzels and not anything else. What's the din if a person makes a bagel? Do you make a moitz on a bagel? I'm not getting involved in shilas that we'll talk about. Nandra <coughs> mol, when we'll discuss the shilas of. Rolls, I'm talking straight. What's the din of a mitzi if a regular flour water bagel? Do you make on it a mitzi? What's a shaila? Kumta shulchanarach over here, which in essence is a hemshech to everything we spoke about in the last two weeks. From Sif Yud and Yud Aleph, Yud, in essence, we spoke about once something was given the shame of bread. It's very hard to lose that shame. If you cook it, you potentially could lose that shame, and it has to be a specific type of cooking under Kezayas. <clears throat> but when I want to look at a, at a, when I look at the process, I say, look, in the beginning, he baked the bread, he made bread. Once he got the shame bread, it's very difficult to lose that shame bread, that shame lechem. <clears throat> and last week, we were to see somewhat of the opposite end of the spectrum. We saw that when you have dough, and you take that dough and you cook that dough. <clears throat> and even though you knew that uh, that uh, you, you started out with a, with, with a dough, which was something which was roi ba'atzim to be made into a bread. So that we saw was a very big machlekes. Do we look at the shlav, akoidim? Do we look at the stage when it was dough and roi to be baked for bread? Or do we look at the end result? When you took this dough and you cooked that dough, <clears throat> that was the shaila of a donut. And there we see, like, uh, it seems to be somewhat of a, a different yachas. When it comes to a baked dough already, we baked it, and then afterwards you want to change it. So we say, no, 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 we look at what was. When we come to talking about a dough mm. before you bake it and before you cook it, so there, there was a very big machlek is how we look at it. We look on in the future. <clears throat> we know in the future, that you're going to be uh, cooking it? Or do we say, no, there was original shlav where it was baked and that's enough for us? Or do we look at the later shlav and we know later on it's going to be cooked? And it seemed to be that there was a big sad and that was the ikra din that we look at later on. <laughs> Originally, we looked at before. 
Okay, because it's different svaras. And see if Yud was talking about that it is bread. And we want to know when do you lose the shame bread? In Sivyud Gimel, it wasn't yet bread, so you can't get the shame bread. Okay. Sivyud Dalid is now, we have to figure it out and be machria. Where do you give shear about an American bagel? Do you give shear about an American bagel? <coughs> Excuse me. And you say, look, look, how do they make an American bagel? You take dough, you pilot it, you cook it for, it seems to be for a very short time. You put it into scalding water, and then you immediately bake it. Do I say, there was a cooking process. You took a dough and you cooked it. Or do I say, no, it's a baking process. And, and the cooking is not really just, uh, Kinira creates some type of a, <clears throat> a shield around the, the bagel or something. So is it a baking process? Is it a cooking process? Is it going to be doyme to kain what we saw in, in, in Sifyod? And we'll say, well, already, that's it. You cooked it. It's done. And now once you go and bake it, you can't fix up what you cooked. Or do we say no? The opposite. We'll say, look, we know exactly what you're going, where you're going over here. And since the cooking is just a preliminary step to the baking, so when you take dough and you cook it for a moment, a minute, and then after you bake it, I will consider that to be baked in the moitzi. And that is Bem is the Psak of the Shulchan Arch. <clears throat> and on this, it doesn't seem to be uh, a machlekes over here. Chalet, she'achakach, afoy, betaner. Basically, an American bagel. You put put it out in, your dough, please. <clears throat> put out your dough. You scalded it in boiling hot water. And then you bake it. Quite a, an obscure marmokim over here. The Bergoyla brings down a base from the Sugin Yavamist Afmem. Sounds like uh, who knows what. What it ate? Hullet, Holton, Arakaki, bake it in a tunner. Das is pas, gummer, umivarech, olive, hamoitzi. That's the. First part, and it seems to be that that's very simple and goes without any machlekes. And then the Ramah brings down a blila raka. If you have some type of a, a, a dough which pours, but then you bake it and you come out with a, a regular bread-looking type of zach, it's a moitzi, no question. <clears throat> and thus is the very, very simple. And the chazanish in Archaim, Simen, he says, look, that's, that's Mamash a bagel. He's talking, even though it's a thick dough. That's Mamash, one dot is a moitzi. And if you have a kezayis, that's a vada teresa denahama, and that's a lechem gummer, no shayla. <clears throat> he brings down, he says, the chazanish is talking about our bagels. Therefore, these round uh, breads, shakarin bagel, hamitsuyas benenu. Can hear they had these in Bnei Brak. So, hanechlotim, I misbashlim. First they scold them, then they bake them. Does is lechem gummer, and that's amoitzi lechem in aretz, and there's no shaila. And the truth is, it's not going to shaila, and that's very simple. But now there's a great shaila. You learned here in Sifyud Dalid, a seemingly biggest side in Hilchas Brachas. A very big insight. In Sifya Dalid, I just learned that there's clearly a case beyond the shadow of a doubt in the baking process, cooking process, where I could have a dual process. Kloimad is a, like a mid-process and an end process. <coughs> and that we look at the whole picture together. We don't look at the mid-process. We don't stop the clock in the middle. This is a concept of Baisai that they talk about in many mixoyas in Alacha. For example, one of the big shilas in Alacha is, is, is Pringles, Bishal Akum. 
What's the Shaila Pringles or Bishal Akum? So the Shaila is that they take a potato, it's a regular potato, they cook the potato, a regular type of cooking, and at that point it was edible. They took a potato, which they cooked, and it's edible 100% at that point. Then they take this potato, and then they basically, uh, you know, dry it out. They dry it out, and then it turns into a powder. You know, you just pulverize it afterward and turn it into a powder. Now, obviously, I'm oversimplifying because it's not our sugil. And then you turn it into a powder. And then that powder, they basically put back together again. And when they put it back together again, all you need is water to put it back together again. And now that's your delicious Pringle. So now, on the one hand, if I look at this in the situation of the end result of that's not Oila al Shulchan Malachim, I don't know, maybe maybe Harry eats it during a meal, but I don't think that his father, the king, does. <laughs> but so if you want to look at the end process, so then it's going to be something that's not On the other hand, there was a mid-process, which wasn't just stama mid-process. There was a mid-process where it was edible. <clears throat> so maybe I stopped the clock at that point and say there was a potato. Potatoes are for sure. The fact that this potato is not, that obviously makes no difference. But the potato is, so do I stop the clock? Obviously, uh, the OU Kanira, if they give a hechshar on it, they hold that you stop the clock. Uh, you don't stop the clock. Excuse me. You don't stop the clock. Other paiskim hold not like that. They hold, what do you mean? There was one point when it was Roy, and the fact that you did something afterward, rather we don't uh, look at just the place of where I'm asking, I'm being asked over here, why is that different than regular potato chips? It has nothing to do with regular potato chips. Regular potato chips, they cut them before they're cooked. They cut them into that thin slice, and that thin slice is baked in that oifin, and that so there was never a shlav where it was oil shulchem alachim, and that's itself the big marklekes. You'll learn b'shalakim, we'll probably learn it together one day. Bez Hashem b'shalakim, but my point is, is conceptually, my point is, <clears throat> do I stop a clock? So here in Hilchus Brachas, we're going to have the same shaila, and that's a shaila of, of many different foods. There is no shaila that if somebody were to take a piece of bread after Shabbos, <coughs> <coughs> excuse me. There's no shayla that if someone were to take a piece of bread after Shabbos and he says, hey, I want to now make this into toast. And he goes and he cuts up little pieces and he makes them look like crackers and he puts them into the oven and he dries them out, the gamre, or he makes his own croutons. And he just, there's no shayla, it's a moitzi. Once it was a moitzi, we learned in Sif Yud, if you want to cook it under kezayis, you could lose its shame of moitzi. But if you don't cook it, under Kezayis, it'll never lose its shame of So if I take a piece of bread after Shabbos, challah, I slice it very thin, <clears throat> I put them in the oven, and I make some type of a cracker. It looks mamish like a cracker, tastes mamish like a cracker. There's no shayla in the world, the brachas, amoytzi, lachim, and arts. That's sifyod. Nobody argues on that. Nobody ever will argue on that. Nobody ever should argue on that. Posh it. Okay, why? Because there, it was already hooked for the shame of <clears throat> And by the same vein, it seems to be that the opposite direction, which ironically is the same halacha, see if you're dialed. It seems to be if you're in the middle of a baking cooking process, we have a right to continue the clock and not stop the clock. In the first case I mentioned, of course we stopped the clock. It was already bread. You used it as bread. It was made for bread. And then afterwards, you want to take this bread and you want to make it into a cracker. Of course it's a maitzi. Now you had bread and you can't be mafkir the shame of maitzi unless you take under kezayis and cook it. So there's a case. Of course we stopped the clock. Now, by Sifya Dalit, I have a case where 
Lechayra, we got a license to not stop the clock. We have a license to continue. That's when you have a minor cooking process. You scold it, and then afterwards you bake it, and that was the original intention. <clears throat> so then we have a right to view this as one big process, and therefore the bracha there is clearly a moitzi. And like we said before, that's not even a machlekes, it's a davar bar. Mm. It's a davar bar. So now the shaila becomes those two things are borrowed. Those two things are clear. <clears throat> now the shaila is when I want to don something, let's say like melba toast. What exactly is melba toast? It seems to me that at least, and I, I, I want to make this very clear, this is one of the very difficult uh, parts of Hilchus Brachas. There's a lot of things that we might call melba toast and we might call bagel and we might call this, <clears throat> and they might be made one way in the year 1987, and they might be made a different way in the year 2023. And sometimes in Ilkhus Brachas, I have to have the liberty of saying, this is a case study of Melbatos. When I say Melbatos, I'm going to discuss the way that the Poiskim bring it down. But these Poiskim, I'm going to be the first to admit, are discussing until the year 2000. I imagine, without having heard, I didn't see any safer that says it's changed, but I imagine this is the same process. And the process seems to be as follows. They take uh, a dough, <coughs> a regular dough. <coughs> they basically bake a regular dough. For all intents and purposes, it's just a regular dough, regular bread. They then take that piece of bread, excuse me, <clears throat> they then take that bread and they cut it extremely thin. <clears throat> very, very, th- I, I don't, I don't know, uh, super thin. There are other crackers that they cut super thin based on the same process, but they cut it into thin pieces. And this is all part of a process, <clears throat> the factory process. They then take those uh, uh, thin slices of bread, and now they take them and they bake them. And they bake them into basically some form of a cracker. <clears throat> With that in mind, the question becomes, do I say, since they knew they were doing this at the start, and they weren't serving it, and they weren't uh, processing, they weren't selling it, until the end process. So do I say, where do I give shear about Melbatos? Do I give shear and see if you're Dalit or see and shear and see if you're? Do I say, come on, it's a piece of bread. So at Sifyud, we learned, you stop the clock, and there's no shaila. If you make your own melbatos, you make on it a moitzi. So what's the difference? It's the exact same thing. We made a piece of bread. The bread was edible. It was a mid-process that we know about, and that was edible. And therefore, you have no right to continue the clock, you have to stop the clock, it's a moitzi, and therefore afterwards you go and dry it out. Drying out is not a process which takes away the shame bread, and therefore the bracha would be a moitzi. Or do we say no? We say no. <clears throat> we have a right, we learned in Sifya Dalit, to not stop a clock. And therefore maybe I could look at this, that I know that I'm going to be making besides something which is a cracker, and a cracker is clearly, like we learned in Kuf Samachetz, which we didn't learn yet, but we will in Mitzvah Kuf Samachetz, Yivav, it's clearly one of the examples of Pasa And therefore, and what's the reason it's Pasa It's not a regular bread. It's, it's, it's crackery. It's hard to eat. <clears throat> okay. Why is matzah different? Maybe because matzah is the shame bread on Pesach. Maybe because we use matzah to shal shudah. all these things in Mitzvah we're going to learn one day. But this is the great Shiloh. <clears throat> I would have thought that uh, was the Oilam says, the Pashtis. I would have thought that when you're dining on such a sugya, you're dining in Sif Yud and L'chayra, 
it's not comparable to Sifya Dalit. Sifya Dalit is a case of where, of course, I knew that I'm going to be doing this process. And at the end of the process, <clears throat> I'm going to have a bagel. And But there, it's very different. You scold it for a moment. That scolding probably doesn't even make it edible. And therefore, how could you compare it to our sugya of where you took Melba toast, you made it at one point edible, hagam, you didn't plan on serving it at that point, but it was edible. So what gives me a right to not stop the clock at the point of edibility? And once it had a shema moitzi, <clears throat> who cares that you knew you were going to? And Bemis, Rebelski, Zechon of the he has in the Messira, one of the journals, I think, that Tarevidas puts out, and this is uh, fresh off the press. I didn't give this as a Marmokim because I didn't know the Marmokim. But in Mesoira Chelek Aleph on the 39th page in Dibra Maskel Umeata, I mean, Bahamas, <clears throat> in essence, what I was, I was going to say this on my own. And I, I, you know, I looked around because I didn't want to argue. We'll see in a moment on the greatest of the Paiskim. <clears throat> but then I found this Rebelski, that's why I wasn't on the Marmokimis, in page 39, he brings down Mamish, this case of Melba toast, and he says, we'll see in a minute, some say it's a Zionist, he says, it's an absolute mistake. He says, how could you compare this to Sifya Dalad? Like we Mamish said, Sifya Dalad is talking about a game that you know something's happening at the end, but you need to get to the end. So we look at the cooking as a hechsher of enabling <clears throat> the baking process, which will ensue. The emesis, the Rabbi say, this is the like two of the great great poiskim of the of the doyris of the 70s 80s and the 90s was rishon mazam and orbach and the svardish going rabbinzina bashoil they both take on not like this and they both the shnei neviim from two different uh not religions what do you call it from two different uh <clears throat> sects <clears throat> we're macabre to the same svaro and this is brought in the safe of the same bracha he has chuvis in the back, he has a chuvis. This is brought in the 13th uh, chuva there. Ha'oichel melbatos. Do you make a barman of Zionist? He says, Zem mamish ke'evin yavashim. In Shulchan Arach, in Zivav, it talks about pretzels, crackers, these hard crackery things. It says over there explicitly that the brach is a Zionist. Misham Zaman understood how did they make them? Our pretzels are made straight into a pretzel. You take a dough and they do some process straight, straight, straight into a pretzel. Misham Zaman said, who says by the the Ka'avin Yavation that they were talking about there, maybe it was a process where first it was bread, and then afterward <clears throat> they reprocessed it and they toasted it. He said, that's Mamish Ka'avin Yavation, and therefore you make on it a Mazainus. Hagam, he says, now this is the part <clears throat> which we'll see in a moment, I have a very hard time with. Because Abai say, how could you say? It's mufka, the shame bread. Right, the people that eat melba toast, they eat it with tuna, they eat it as a meal, they eat it as a bread supplement. So even if you want to disagree <clears throat> with uh, the svar that we mentioned from Abelski, that you look at the mid-process and it's bread, and you say, no, it's mafkia, the shame bread, because you're going to go and turn it into a cracker. Very difficult to say that here because it's a Zach cracker that people use as a supplement of bread. So in what way did you remove the shame bread if you know that you're going to be using this as a bread? It's a very big pella. L'chaira, even if you want to hear that cooking can remove the shame bread, and even if I'll hear that it's a mid-process and you turned it into a pretzel. So I understand. You take it, you turn it into a pretzel. No, I can understand that uh, we look at a mid-process. We don't look at the mid-process, and we know by safe it's going to be a pretzel, I hear. But here, it was bread that was edible. Then you did something now to make it into a type of bread. 
a bread supplement. So in what way were you mafkia the shame bread? This is the next line which Shaman is coming to argue on that. He says, no, it's a pretzel. <clears throat> he says, Hagam is what he writes. There's people that they use it as a bread supplement, but it's hard. And therefore, it's really more of like a cracker. And therefore, that's it. I, it was bread. Who cares? We know you're going to be basoy. If he agrees with Shlomo Zalman, if you take bread in your, after Shabbos and toast it, of course, it's a moitzi. That's no question. But here, it was a process. And the process was to get to this result. And the end result is a cracker. And therefore, it's a mezainist. Unless you're kavayasuda or whatever. <coughs> he goes on to say, I read the Svardim, they make a mezainist even on matzah. Even on matzah, they make a mezainus. And he said, this is even less than matzah, because that's not going to help the Ashkenazim, what he just said. He said, this is even less. He said, the least matzah is noyach lechal. He understands that what's the reason why crackers and pretzels are considered are considered mezainus? <clears throat> because it's something that's hard to eat. Something that's hard to eat, you can't eat so much of it. So therefore, unless you were kaveh suda, we say it's not a bread. So he says, look, these melbatos, they're hard to eat. Matzah, he says, is easier to eat. So they're all just difficult svaras, I must tell you. <clears throat> but he writes, he writes, Mestaber calls man, chain of if you didn't eat a shir kazoo, kfiya suda, it's mezainus. Afilu, shebetchilas, oifim, maisai, betayo, lechem, gummer. And then afterward, they cut it. Or basically, it was the loaf of bread. If you would see it, you wouldn't believe it. It was a loaf of bread mamish. And then they cut it into thinner slices. And then they put it in the oven. Rosh Hashanah said, that's a mezainus. <clears throat> so for Rosh if we ask her Shomazaman, Omnam the Beitz she says, that's klar. If you go to a, a bagel store and they use the leftover bagels to make bagel chips, Kloimar. If they make a bagel chip straight in a process, that's the same thing as Melbatos. According to Shomazaman, it'll be a Barim and a Same exact far. Mashain Kane says the going with Shomazaman. Let's say you go to a, a, a local mama papa bagel store. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, they take all their old stale bagels and they cut them up and they make them into bagel chips. They make their own bagel chips. I remember growing up in the Hain, there was a store in Flappish that they used to do this. And I remember people used to make a mezainus on the bagel chips. That is a toyus mukhletis, even Shlomo Zalman agrees that's a mistake. Because that was not made al das, the bagel chip. That was made to sell as bread. In the end of the day, people didn't buy it as bread. So in the middle, they made it into bagel chips. But that fashtetzach is going to be clearly a piece of bread that you cut up and put into the, and you toasted. That's 100% a maitzi. <clears throat> you didn't do anything to take away the shame of maitzi. The old tzion, in chelik beiz, perek memvav, the exact same svara. He says, a regular toast, you make a mighty, push it. He says, why not? He says, but uh, upon him, he writes, if you intended originally to make these Melba toast, he writes, that's mamish like Sif Zion, which is what we explained before, that the bracha is a very minimum Zion. Now, Allah on this, Rabbi Say, interesting, the Minchas Yitzchak. In Chelek Aleph, Ayin Aleph, Oishetz, he has a whole troop over there. He's talking about whoever is English. I think he's talking about Raifita over there. <clears throat> but he has over there something he brings from Taras Chaim, and he writes over there that there's something called Svibak. <clears throat> what is, what's Svibak in the Yiddish Rabbi Sai? Svi, bak, right? Svi bak. Tzvai is to bake. Tzvai is two. Svi bak, two times baking. It seems to be there was some type of, uh, <clears throat> of this melbatos is not a new thing. It says it was, that was hagufa. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> ah. 
He writes over there, It didn't lose the shame lechem. He says, he wants to say that this is going to be lechaira, something that we don't look at the mid-process. <clears throat> Excuse me, that we do look at the mid-process because it was edible. He said, it has to be that it wasn't edible like we said. If it wasn't edible from the tchila to the saif, then why do you look at the saif? So if the saif is a cracker, a cracker is a mezainus. <clears throat> but if in the mid-process it was a piece of bread, then lechaira, it is a amaitzi. I must tell you, Baisai, Christ is if I would have uh, not seen Rosh Hashanah Zaman, uh, so big and so great in Rolatzian, I probably wouldn't have even mentioned it. I would have said, I would have just mentioned that as an Akov. I would have said <clears throat> that Avada, no one can compare see if you dial it an American bagel to Melba toast. And then I would have just explained, push it, because there it was right to eat, and here it wasn't right to eat. So when it's not right to eat, Avada, we look at the end process. Mashain Kane, if it was right to eat, Avada, we look at the mid process, and therefore it would be a might see on a Melba toast. That's what I would have said. But Maisa, Shalom said, not like that. Like all of Hilgas Brachas, like Rabbi Gadisman asked me in the beginning, like we started this year, in all of Hilgas Brachas, the Paiskim a lot of times don't take a hard line of clarity to say, this is a mitzi, no matter what. This is mezayinus, no matter what. Because there are ways out of it. If a person is going to ask me what to do on Melba toast, I'm going to tell him probably he has to get out of the shayla. <clears throat> I'm going to tell him he probably has to get out of the shayla, and he probably should pot it on a piece of bread. Lemaisa, to me, it's a big, big chiddush. If a person's on a desert island and he only has Melba toast, I'd probably tell him, look, and what are you eating the Melba toast with? You're having it with tuna, and it's your meal and everything. And according to some shittas, that might be called a kviyasuda. Anyways, a mitzvah that will have to leave. Uh, for the time that we learn that men and the Sigiv Kviya Suda, men ma'ala from But I would have thought that it's Taka Maitzi. But that, Rabbi Yisai, is, is the start of what leads us into one of the great controversies of, I would call it the last door, the door in Revel Yashiv was still with us, which is the Shaila of Yushalmi Kogel. <clears throat> now here, Rabbi Yisai, it sounds like a very interesting Shaila. Yushami Pukoga, we'll see in a moment, is Mamash a part of our heritage. And just to give you a little bit of background over here, Lakshin itself, it seems to be <clears throat> that that's the first in the Ramah, that the Ramah says, Lakshin has no Toyar Lechem. Today we'll try to figure out maybe once and for all what is Toyar Lechem. Let's, let's, put up that, uh, let's put up that Ramah. But the one thing that seems to be clear, <clears throat> is that Lakshin doesn't have a Toyo Lakshin, a, a Toyo Lakshin, a Toyo Lechem. What's the Vart? <clears throat> Kamira, when you take dough, and not only are you cooking the dough, like is what's done with Lakshin, but you're going to cook it into some flimsy, shapey thing. Now, it's true, not all Lakshin is flimsy. I mean, when you have, a, <clears throat> you know, sometimes you make a, uh, what's it called, a Bekaziti, I think. What's a, well, not the Ziti, the... Um, uh, lasagna. So, uh, lasagna, lasagna. Sometimes it's not so flimsy, but Bacanera, the whole stew of it, you know, it looks, it's all wavy and dust and it's thin like anything. So if you have a dough, originally lasagna and all these luxions, they all start out dough. <clears throat> they start out a thick dough. And you have a thick dough that you're going to cook. And the end result of that cooking is going to be this flimsy thing, then that's not like the donut chayla. We spoke last week that there were many that held, the Rabbeinu Tamak upon him, that if you have a dough and you're going to cook it, and basoif, it comes out uh, something thick and whatever, that was a big shaila. But and the Ramah says, it sounds like the Ramah, even if it would be kezayis, it doesn't sound like if it's, it sounds like it never has a tayyur lechem. What's nafkamina? 
there would seem in in, in Hilchas Chala, in Shinchav Tess, you would not have to take Chala Lechumra. By a donut, we said you have to take Chala Lechumra. By Lakshin, it would seem like you don't have to take Chala Lechumra. And over here, and there, actually, in Pisgah Tshuva, Shinchav Tess, you've got an Aleph, the Panam Iris, my Zayda, Hitaka says that a year of Shemayim should be mafresh Chala, without a brach, of course, on Lakshin. On Lakshin. Why? All right, all right, there, it's mamish a dough that you're going to cook and be left without a tayor lechem. But still, maybe we look at the form of dough and that was the chumrah of the panamiris. What about in Hilchas Brachas? If we have a chumrah over there that we take challah, <clears throat> so can we say the same thing? That maybe a Yerushimayim has to eat lakshin, spaghetti, all these things. The, the rough pasuk is to take uh, from lakshin. It's a hard line and he says, clear, you don't, have to eat it in a meal. That's a borrowed mezainus. That's the one thing which is clear. Does the rub take challah from lakshin? Uh, so I must tell you that I did homework for the oilam over here, and the Americana Chech Sherim do not take challah on lakshin. Oh, you, Starkei, others. <coughs> in Eretz Yisrael, the Eidacharedis takes challah on lakshin. We're going to see why that's negay in a moment, right? Me, you know, ain't it called upon mirrors, at least on my wife's side. You know, I tell my wife, she's got to buy the lakshin from the upon the lakshin of, you know, the badats. But it's a chumrah. It's a chumrah. Okay. Now, where is this taking us? This takes us, our buddy's side, to a very, very interesting shayla, which seems to be the opposite of what we just discussed. If I ask you, what brach is lakshin? It's mezainus. It's alamechia. If you eat 30 bowls of spaghetti after you get out of the hospital, you make an alamechia. Seems to be no shayla. The chala is a chumrah ba'alma. It seems to be, there's no toyolech. And maybe soon from this, we'll try to boil a little bit to try finally once and for all to understand what is toyolech. <laughs> In Eretz Yisrael, there's amtsa, which obviously, you know, got taken over by Columbus, which is called Yushalmi Kogo. What exactly is Yushalmi Kogo? Yushalmi Kogo is a lot of lakshin put together with margarine and oil and all other types of healthy Yushalayma foods. Then you take it all, you put it into a special type of a pot, you say, so that way at least you say one capital tilim, you mix it all around, you say capital tilim, and after you finish all of the luxion globs together, gebacted together, and that is there's a whole chachma, yushalayma, yushalayma, how to cut it. You can't just cut, you can't make Yushalmi Kogel yourself. This is not a regular Lakshin Kogel Kindalach. <clears throat> this is Yushalmi Kogel. And it's mamish. That's why when you buy Yushalmi Kogel for a kiddush over here, you get it in a pot and it comes uh, mamish cut already and you serve it like that. It, it, it's no games. You can't do this on your own. If you try to do it on your own, who knows? You might wind up uh, where you could wind up in Charitzadik. Don't ask. Akaponim. The shayla over here is how do we don a Yushalmi kugel? What's the shayla? <coughs> the shayla here maybe is the opposite of what we spoke about till now. Let's go for a moment that we'll assume a lakshin is no toyar lechem. That told us the Helik Kanira, it's flimsiness and it's not strong, it's not together. That's no toyar lechem. Now I have noodles, <coughs> and you should know 
It gets complicated because there are special Yerushalmi Kogel Lakshin noodles, which means that when they're making those noodles, usually they know that they eventually are going to be used for Yerushalmi Kogel. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> let's go into the factory. I took a dough. I made a dough. That dough, I'm going to make out of it. I'm going to cook it, cut it up, cook it. I'm going to make it into noodles. You don't need chal on that. Okay. Now, I take it. I bake it with all the oils and grease and margarine and <clears throat> whatever else. And now, I made it come together in a solid mass. And now it's no longer flimsy. Now it has a certain starkheit to it, a certain strength to it. What's this? Do I say, hey, wait a minute. It was a dough. It ends something of a, something thick. So maybe it's bread. And maybe, number one, I have to take challah. And maybe, <clears throat> you know, if I have one piece, so maybe there's a lot of sweet stuff in it. So it's not, it'll be a mezainus because it's no different than cake maybe. But maybe if I have a few pieces of it, and, and maybe if I have five pieces of it, I don't know, 10 pieces of it, so then maybe you have to make a moitzian bench. And maybe if you have 30 pieces of it, so maybe you have to say ni'ilah. And maybe if you have 50 pieces of it, you have to build a base madrash, right? <clears throat> or no. Do I say, well, so that's the, it's angerheb bin lakshin, sebleib bin lakshin, dem ganze zeit. It starts out lakshin, it remains lakshin. And the fact that we 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 would look like be allowed to look at the point and when it was a noodle. Or do I say, wait, wait, what do you mean? Why are you looking at the noodle? Look at the end result. Now, wait a minute. <clears throat> we have somewhat of a precedence to this, Shiloh. Do I look at the mid-process or do I look at the end result? So if I look at the mid-process, it was noodles and it was mufka the shame bread. That's what we saw. Excuse me, that's what we saw by some, by Rishlam Zalman, for example, didn't say that. We saw that uh, Rebelski said that when it came to Melbatost, he says, what are you talking about? You look at the point when it was edible. Ah, so over here, if I look at the point when it's edible, it was noodles. Noodles were edible. <clears throat> the noodles were edible, by said. They just dry them out at that point, but they are edible at that point. And now after I take that edible noodle and I go and I turn it into some dough or whatever, I can now reignite the shame bread. Is that like a bagel? It's not like a bagel. When it came to the bagel, what did we say? You took something that wasn't edible, and then afterward, you made it into a bread. So that has the shame bread on it. But here, it was noodles. It was edible. So Rebelskin, for example, <clears throat> he told us, you look at it at the mid-process, if it was edible, and therefore, it's not it's a mezainus. And even afterward, when you put it all together, you can't give it a shame bread, because there was one point already that this dough was cooked into an oifin where it didn't have the shame bread. And it would be putter from challah, and it would be burim in a mezainus, and it would be an alamich, a loylam What do I say, no? <clears throat> I say, no, I say, wait, wait. Rashad Mazaman told me by Mel Batos, eh, you know what's going to be basayif. If you know what's going to be basayif, so then what should it be? You look at the end. What's going to be the end? Oh, so by Malbatos, we looked and we called it a Mazinus. Here would come out the opposite. Here would come out a Chumrah. I won't look at it at the Shlav of when it was a noodle. Because like I said, they know these noodles are going to be noodles that are going to be used for Yushalmi Kugel. I heard this from Yushalmi to Yushalmi in the Mikvah. This is a Yushalmi raid. So now those noodles, Rabbi Yisai, they know by Saif they're going to be a thick oven. So then I don't... We don't stop in the middle. 
Yeah, you could be mechalek and you can say, well, there the Melba toast is made in one factory here. <clears throat> it's made at different shlavim. Okay, maybe, right? But you know that we look at with our futuristic eyes. So how do we don this shayla? We would have expected to said, you shall me kugel and all etzion, take chala. And it's a moitzi. <coughs> Or at least if you have a suit on it, <clears throat> at least if you have enough pizzas on it, it'll be a mighty. And we would have expected that anybody who said by Melbatos it's a mighty. So the opposite, they should say it's Mizainus and Yoshami Kugel is Lakshin and Blaib Lakshin Loilam Void. Now, let's see what happened over here. There's a very interesting Maisi'ish. The Maisi'ish is a five volume safer. He has all different stories with the Chazainish. This, I would say, it's in Chela Gimel, in page 121. I think in the whole book, this is top five stories, everybody say. So you're hearing it today. Hmm. Top five stories, everybody say. <clears throat> and uh, he brings down, I, 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 I can't do it justice without reading it. I'll read it, Kemat verbatim. He brings down, there was a great guy named Elio Friedman, who came to the Chazanisha's house. He didn't understand what's going on. He came <clears throat> on Benazmanim of Tishrei. And at the end of Tishrei, they were, they were, they were doing Tachanun. <clears throat> they were doing Tachanun. And it was Bain Sukkis to Cheshvan. In other words, in that week before Cheshvan, and they were doing Tachanun. And boys say, in our shuls, if somebody would do that, it would be pikuach nefesh mamish. <clears throat> you'd have to call uh, on the spot. You have to call it solo. If he goes with the with the tachanun or the clapping or the vuhurachum fragnish, could you imagine what would happen? Huh. Two days before Tishrei, uh, two two days before Cheshvan on my birthday, that they would be saying tachanun chalilo. But in the shul by the rabbi the chazanish, they were saying tachanun on my birthday. Kavches Tishrei, kim tayid zuk defek the chazanish rabbi hayatamua. What's this that they're saying Tachanun on Kofches Tishrei Vazidas? One Shaila. Gamayatamua, next Shaila. He comes in and he sees Ashes Rabbeinu. He sees the wife of the Chazanish <clears throat> is wearing a shaitel. What's this? He was a Yushalayim Abacher. He says, Pela. She's wearing a shaitel. Why is Yushalayim Abacher looking at the wife of the Chazanish? Okay, I don't know the answer to that, Kash. Rebbe, Pela. What's going on over here? That your wife is wearing a shaitel. Tema. Ma? So he writes like this. The Chazanish answers. You have a kasha. He says, look, your kasha should love she'ishti. He says, well, it's not a kasha. It's not her hair. It's just a peya. He says, by us, the minig is to gain ya mita shaitel. Okay. <clears throat> this is before the lace cap shmuz. He says, dos was the gefrekt of tachanun. tachanun. Madur says, I don't know what you misspoken. He says, why? Because the Luach says that you don't say? So he says, no, no. Who cares what it says in the Luach? So the person said over, he had a little bit of chutzpah. And he says, I felt that there was a pigia to the Minhage Yushalayim. That's not so. He says, Minhage Yushalayim are ma'oid mekairim. He says, you should know the Minhage Yushalayim are all. <clears throat> and they're all very strong. 
And he says, "What's what? How could you go against the minigushlayim? Can hear this person understood the luach is the minigushlayim." And then he went on to prove that the minhagim shlayim are very very strong. I'll prove it. He says, "You should know in yushlayim there's a minig. We have kiddush and we have kugel." He says, "But the oilim, if you can have yushlayim a kugel, if you can have kugel, you know you have cake. You might eat too much cake, and then you have to bench, and then this, and that, and everything." <clears throat> he says, "We're afraid of this so much." So they made this new kugel called Yushalayim Kugel, and we don't eat cake at a Yushalayim Kiddush. And I say till today, you come to a lot of the Kiddush they have potato kugel, no, no, and they have Yushalayim Kugel. He says, why? Because you can eat 20 pieces and you still won't have to bench. <clears throat> no problem. That's why we have Yushalayim Kugel. So you see that the Minogah Yushalayim are very, very strong. He said, Do I argue on he says, no, right? But the Luach, he says, the Luach, that's not called the Yushalayim a Minig. He went like this with his hand, the Chazanish. That's not the Yushalayim He says, and that, which you say, the Minig Yushalayim about the Kogol, Ani, I hold that, you know what? Yeah, on Yushalayim a Kogol, if you eat too many pizzas, you have to bench. So that's Minig Yushalayim is wrong. It's not correct. So now, now we have to really done this. The Chazanish held, <clears throat> the answer, we now know the answer to Ashaila. The Chazanish held, if you have too many pieces of Yushalmi Kogol, you have to bench. It's Rabbi Isai. Someone's going to come here and say, okay, Mishkefelech, I'll take the minig of the Chazanish because you know what? Why not? Why not? So I'll have two pieces of Yushalmi Kogol. You don't have to bench if you have two pieces. And everyone agrees it's a bizarreness if you only have two pieces because it's it got a lot of oil in it and it's got a lot of margarine in it. The <clears throat> It's not mighty on one bit. And okay, so I'll have two pieces. But Rabbi Isai, the Chazanish is being Miramis to something much greater. He holds it as a Teresa de Nahama. If you can bear Chazamazan on it, Rabbi Isai, then that means it has a Tzuas Lechem. Oh, if it has a Tzuas Lechem, you learned in this room, you know what that means. Tzuas Lechem means you have to take Chala also. So a person, I want to tell you, Rabbi Isai, if you eat Yushalmi Kogo and you're Makbid on this child, you say, I only eat two pieces because I'm Makbid on the Chazanish. So then you're probably eating treif. Because who took challah? Certainly the Kshayrim in America, they didn't take the challah. <clears throat> and secondly, even if you'll say, okay, so I'll buy the Badat's noodles. And they took challah on my Yushalmi Kugel. On Yushalmi Kugel, let's say they're using the Badat's noodles. But it's not Pashit, if I say. <clears throat> Maybe the only time that you could take challah is once it had the shame already of a lechem. If you, it's not Pashut, this is something in Ilhuschal, which is a little bit difficult to go into, but it could be it's only at the point when they put it back together again that it got the shame chala. So you'd have to take chala from the Yushalmi Kogel. That's a shtickle shayla, which I don't want to go into now. The going of the Ashim. explain why Hamaitzi and Tarelechem are such inextricably linked? You can't have Tarelechem uh, without Tarelechem. I couldn't hear. My mic's not working. Can you hear me now? Not so good, but I'll try. Okay, uh, the Rebbe said that Hamaitzi and Tar Lechem are absolutely linked. You have to, you cannot have Hamaitzi without Tar Lechem. Um, 100%. Can you explain to us why? That is the definition. The definition of Lechem, Hamaitzi go, you only can make Hamaitzi on Lechem. If something is not a Tzirisa de Nahama, and the only examples that we know so far, I mean, I hope to try to get to others, <clears throat> but the only one that we know so far explicit are Lakshin in the Ramah, 
because it's Kanira flimsy. I don't know yet what. Maybe we'll try to figure it out. And we saw also when you take bread and you cook it under a kezayis, so then that itself is going to take away the shame that tzuras lechem. It took away the tzuras than the lechem. <clears throat> Once it takes away tzuras lechem, I mean, what do you mean? It was lechem a minute ago. But you see, you need toyar lechem to be to buy by mitzi, to, to be yitzi matzah, to have the shiir chala, to the din of chala. It has to have a tzurisa din That is the chiddush. Pizza, we'll see in a minute. That for sure has a, a toyar lechem. Why not? You have bread and cheese. It's the biggest toyar lechem shaykh. <clears throat> What exactly takes away the Tarlachim? It's complicated, as you all realize. Right now, we're going to have to work within the framework of the little bits of information that we got from the Ramah. We got one. So is the Chazanish arguing with the Ramah, Lamaisa, on the lecture? Uh, no. So the Chazanish is absolutely not arguing with the Ramah. The Chazanish is telling you that if you take Lakshin, and you put it back together again, you take all this Lakshin and you put it back together again, you put it, you make a, a, a gibble and you, it's one solid mass, so then that could be a toyer Lechem, because toyer Lechem means it's not flimsy. Kanira, that's how the Chazanisha is learning. <clears throat> in Kumtar Yashif, in the Koibitz Chuvis, in Chela Gimel Simen Lamed, and he says, if you eat a shear kvisuda of Yushalmi, and Rabbi Yashiv Rabbi Yisai was the Yushalmi. <laughs> he was the Yushalmi. In Yushalayim, you knew three things. You go into a cab, and you, in the olden days, you used to get into a cab and you used to say, the, the, the cab driver, you tell him three things. You don't have to say another word. You tell him, Mir Yeshiva, you tell him, the Koisel, or you tell him, Rabbi Yashiv. And he knew right where to go. <clears throat> so Yushalmi, Yushalayim is Rabbi Yashiv. And Rabbi Yashiv said, no such minig. You eat too many pieces of Yushami Kogo. When you get out of the hospital, you have to bench. And according to that, Dr. King, the Melech Shokov Beis Yisrael, he said, bezoi, you have to take Chalo. He says, Afiya, the Afiya gives it in this Rebbe Yashiv is explained more in the Shiure of Yashiv, which I've quoted many times over here on page 408, where he says, since you bake it after the Bishal, he says, that's, huh, huh, baking after Bishal, that's Sifya Dalid. <laughs> That's Sifid Dalid. Baking after Bishal is Sifid Dalid. Now we learned Sifid Dalid is when you bake after Bishal and the Bishal wasn't right to eat. Prabhupada says, no, baking after Bishal, and this goes Gvaldik Lechaira with the same type of Svar of Shlaim Zalman. That we, we don't look at the mid process, edible. We want to know the end result. If the end result is it has a surah of lechem <clears throat> and it's a thick uh, type of thing, not flimsy anymore. So he says, you make a moitzi and you're going to have to take halatu. Azai gate the king Revelyashiv. And that's Lukhaira, a grace of Chiddush. Who else holds like that? In Bene Brak, this is how they hold. The Khachani has a safe from Brachas in the 158th page. He says, says, what do you mean? If you had enough, you shall me kugel to suffolk the rice, so you have to bench. Do you have this, to wash? I assume you have to wash beforehand. So if you knew you're gonna have it, you'd even have to wash beforehand. This is clearly not the minig. Buzz? So if you knew you're going to eat two, then you have to have two pieces of shamikogel. It's vaday not. That's vaday not enough. In order to have to bench, we'll learn in Mitzvah Shem. See, we'll see. It's going to be a lot more than two pieces of shamikogel. But let's say, let's be extreme for a minute. Ten pieces. Now, the oil is asking me, why am I torturing the shamikogel? And why not just talk about lakshinkogel? Go old-fashioned lakshinkogel. You could be mechalik. You all realize... Yushami Kogol, the svar of a year, is because when it becomes one big mass, Yushami Kogol. Lakshin Kogol is a thousand pieces of Lakshin put together. And you see it. You remember see it. Uh, it's not as much as Yushami Kogol. 
It's not as much, but it's true. It's true. You, you have, have to know, know. what makes the process of Yushalmi Kugel more a shtick than, than Luxon Kugel. It's the same, it's the same baking process. No? Rabbi Gazman, I ask you, it's the greatest of COVID. When was the last time you had a piece? When was the last time I was in the kitchen, is you're asking me? No, when was what? the last time you had a piece of Yushalmi Kugel? Every time I come to Yushalayim, I'm not Every time you come there, it's all that means you haven't had Yushalayim, your Kaidish is waiting for you. You have any idea what Yushalayim is waiting for the Achikala that Rabbi Gadazim Tzadik came into the Haim? Yeah. And then you're going to have Yushalmi Kogo. But it's it, it one. There's a oneness to the Yushalmi Kogo. There's a certain oneness to Yushalmi Kogo. That's a little bit different than the regular Lakshin Kogo in the Haim. In the Kabal and the Kabal. I'm a Hungarian. The, the luxury Google that we had, you could see the pieces. Fragnish, what was going on over there? You know, you, you all know what I'm talking about. That one piece coming out over there, and thus very dense. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. But the base, I, I must tell you, the MS is Metala Chazenish Nishteminig Yodeminig. The Minig is definitely not to ever bench on your Shlaima Kigel. There's no Shaila. It's not the Minig. And as far as Chal is concerned, it seems to be also. Now here I'm going to shock you. Kumt, Reb Orbach, that same Sefer in the next Ois, or the two Oisias later, and Kumt, the Orletzian, in a different area, and they both again were Menabe, the same Nevoa. But here it's shocking. We would have expected that they would say, what bracha is Yushami Kogo? We would have expected them to say, Amoitzi. And that we don't look at the, 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 the mid-process, we look, if you know you're going to make it into a thick glob, a dense glob, so then it's a mighty. Afapike, they both say not like this. They both say you don't need chala, and it's a mezainus. Now, what's the reason why? They say it's a mezainus. It's like a maizikadeira. It doesn't have a tire lechem. In Cain, they say it's daimah to an isa. <clears throat> they compare it to an isa shecholta b'mayim reizchim. And then you bake it. They say it's comparable to Tifidalid. Wait a minute. If it's comparable to Tifidalid, that means I look at the end. If I look at the end, then I should make on it a Maitzi, no? It's like you take. So a moment. It's like you're taking a tafshel and you're baking it. That's very hard to read. He was asked about Yushami Kogo. He says, even though they're baked after, you make a moitzi and a birchus. You never make a moitzi and not a birchus a muzzin, even if you have a lot. And he bring kuf semeches yudalit. Chalit, shakakach afoy betaner. That's a paskamer. He says, he says, no, it's different. But Shulchanar is talking about regular bread. This is itriot. Now, I think what he means is like this. I think he means he's coming to argue in the Balabatish kite. I think he means anyone that looks at Yushalmi Kogol does not see a piece of bread. He sees a bunch of pieces of lakshin stuck together. And even if I tell you it's one and it's dense and all that, but the way I described a moment ago, lakshin Kogol is how he's understanding Yushalmi Kogol is no different. But the same svar that I said by Lakshin Kogel, that you see the Lakshin and that it's blibed without the Toyer Lechem, I understand that that's how they're learning Yushalmi Kogel. So the Minig is definitely not to make a Moitzi on the Lakshin Kogel and definitely not to take Chal on the Lakshin Kogel. Somebody wants to be Machmer, you got to tell the guy, not only can't he eat a large amount, but he must take Chal from it. 
And it's a door of the Ashavel. You have to take challah from it. <clears throat> That's what he's saying. Go so far as say only Would the Rav go so far as that if you want to be machmer? Come again? Would you go so far to say it's only Batei Chasuda? Um, again, it's 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 clearly not the minig. And the minig in a lot of these times, the minig is kaveya, so it's clearly not the minig, and therefore, stomach one can certainly eat ushalmi koko without taking kala, <clears throat> and he can make a mezainus in an almechia no matter how much he eats. That is definitely the minig. Now, I am, I seem to have a very short amount of time left. My question is, what should I do, everybody say? <clears throat> should I go to Sif Tesvav? Or should we hold it? What does that say? Some Ashtamal, some Svetamal, and some Dritamal. <clears throat> I'll just mention. Ah, we have good stuff to watch about Cheerios. And the other ones to hear about raps. Hmm. So is that, what does the other one say? Is it synonymous that we should just hold it till next week? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I'll make a sikum. I'll make a sikum. The maisa, what came out today, everybody say, is that a bagel is a moitzi. <clears throat> and that is bar. Melba toast is a huge shayla. By me, it was pushed that Melbato should be a moitzi. And that bevada, I think you have to patter up and eat in a suda. And Bisay Mechon Shalom Zaman is a very big chiddish. When it's Say Mechon Shalom Zaman, you can't say he's doing the wrong thing. Yushalmi Kogol, that's clear the minig, is to make a mezayinist and al There, it's probably because even if you want to look at the end process, but Afal Pikain, the end process is you're left with a lakshin, which is all pressed together into one big, dense uh, uh, piece of kogel. And therefore, Mestama, that doesn't have tayar lechem. Mitzvah, next week, we'll try to finish up all these in Yanam of tayar lechem with Sif Tesvav, with Trisa and Trukkanin and Trisa. And as Hashem, maybe we'll, we'll go weiter also.